Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Latina Investors. So today I want to talk about what should I be doing with my money? I think I get this question a lot um, when people, you know, book a call to talk to me to learn about one-on-one money coaching or even my clients, um, you know, on the first call, it's like, hey, how do I, how am I strategic? What are the moves I should be making? Like, am I just supposed to be saving? Like, what do I need to, you know, consider? So this episode, I want to talk Um, about financial milestones that I think are really important to just even have on your radar as like things that you should be doing with your finances. These are benchmarks and I don't want to share them and think like, oh, I have to do these in order or like these are the rules. I more want to like help you consider here are milestones and benchmarks that really kind of progress you to the next level. Like for example, I think like it's it's a kind of... um, like if you're playing Mario and you get like a level up and now like the game is just easier or more fun because you like kind of unlocked another level or another tool or another thing. So that's how I want you to think about it. Can you still win? Yes, you can still win. You can still have fun playing Mario, but it's much more fun when you have these level ups. Okay, let's start. So financial milestone number one, Um, I think this is so important is one, create an income plan every single year for yourself. What is your goal to increase your income? A lot of times this is such a passive thing. We just kind of wait for our paychecks. We wait for whatever the raise is going to be and not you, not you, you are, (laughs) you are savvy. You are, um, just a wealth builder and and that means you have to take a more active role in thinking through your income what is the amount of income that i want to make this year if right now you're making sixty thousand dollars a year what do you want to make the next year is that eighty thousand would that mean you need to get a new job does that mean you just need to you know get a promotion or kind of you know it depends obviously depends like on everybody's you know, job, career, industry, all that. Um, Does that mean it's a move career-wise? Also, it could be, okay, I'm starting a side hustle. I am bringing in income on the side. Like what what am I going to do to take ownership and responsibility about my income? This is so important. And I think it's a, it's a milestone in itself. And I wanted to kind of make it the first one because we can optimize our finances like all over and create, um, you know, just the best way for you to spend your money, kind of even going back to last week's episode. But at the end of the day, there that has an end, right? You could be fully optimized. Your expenses could be, you know, as optimized as you can get them. Then the other side of the equation is how do I earn more than I spend? How do I bring in more money? And that has to be an active plan. You don't just want to wait for raises. It's that is not going to help you long term because then you put your wealth building and your um, income in someone else's control and you just don't want to be in a place like that, right? You want to take more ownership of that. So that is financial milestone number one. It is create an income plan. Financial milestone number two, save one month of living expenses. So your living expenses are going to be all of the bills that you pay that are going out every single month, right? They have a due date. Go ahead and write all of those down. So for example, rent, 
um, mortgage, utility, car insurance, health insurance, phone, internet, then go ahead and write down your, your debt minimums. So student loan minimum, car loan minimum, credit card minimum, um, personal loan minimum, write down all the minimums. So if you're paying $200 towards your credit card, but the minimum is actually like $46, write down 46. Then also write down your financial obligations. For example, like let's say maybe you go to therapy every um, month and that's like not necessarily optional or really you need it, you know, for your mental health, include it in the living expenses. Groceries, gas, pet food, toiletries, medication, personal care. Go ahead and figure out like, hey, for one month of groceries, for one month of gas, for one month of pet care and, and food, what do I need to have? Well, how much cash do I need? So then go ahead and add up those things with all the bills and the due dates that you have and you'll get that total. And so that total will be your one month of living expenses. Great. Once you have that number, go ahead and save that amount because that is going to be your for your financial milestone of saving one month of living expenses. You want to do this first. And here is why. The way that you make money moves is to first kind of take care of like home base. You want to create a present um, level of security for your personal finances, right? And so having one month of your living expenses covered just starts creating a little bit more financial security so that if and when something happens, unexpected, unplanned, it kind of comes out of nowhere, you are able to cover it with your savings. You don't have to rely on debt. You don't have to, you know, scramble. You have the peace of mind to know that you're set for one month. And so that's starting to kind of build financial security in your day-to-day finances. And you have that there. Then once you have that there, you move on to your next financial goal, which would be it's kind of two things you want to consider here. Number, the first thing is if you have high interest debt, you want to go ahead and pay that off. And high interest debt is typically credit card debt. So any debt that's above like 7% would be considered high interest debt. So now you want to focus on like, okay, the next money move that I want to do is how do I pay down my debt so that it's not growing and growing over time. And here's the reason why I don't recommend paying off debt first. It's because of this. If something were to happen when you're now moved on to, uh, sorry, if something were to happen and you were only focusing on paying off um, credit card debt and you don't have a savings, you don't have one month of living expenses to fall back on, what's going to happen when something happens? All that amount of money that you like pushed and funneled to your credit cards, it's almost not going to matter because now you have to like, cover this unexpected expense that came up on your credit cards when really what should cover that is your cash on hand but if you skip that step you're not going to have any cash on hand so you're going to go back to putting it on the credit card and now it's going to feel so defeating because it's like i just worked so hard to bring down this balance and now i'm adding to it again so that's the point and the purpose of the one month of living expenses 
so once you have that, then it makes sense to like go and pursue your high interest debt. Now, I want to also kind of put a caveat here and acknowledge that maybe for you, paying off high interest debt is not your main priority. Like you, you don't want to revolve your life around like, I need to pay all of this debt off. Maybe if you're in a place where you're like, hey, I want to get to this. I want to pay it off. It doesn't feel super urgent, like I need to put all of my fun- money and funnel all of my money towards that, but I do want to make it a priority, just not, not my number one priority. If that's you, that's that's great. I think that's okay. You get to decide how you want to manage and you know make the rules for your money. So I would add an asterisk here or kind of like a, a second milestone three, and that would be to save for short-term um, savings goals. So for example, if you have a vacation coming up in three months, you want to put money towards that to cover that and be able to like do that. And so if that means, hey, I'm not going to send as much as possible to high interest debt, I'm going to kind of split it or even I'm going to pause the debt so that I can funnel money into the short term goal. You can do that. And I think that, you know, you get to gauge and, and, and decide what season of your life or what months of your life are you going to really go after paying off the debt and what seasons of your life you're going to funnel money and put money towards things coming up that you know you want to enjoy um and this is going to give you just a more freedom and flexibility to feel okay managing money the way that you want to because you don't have to like I feel like a lot of times there's such a um there's such a race to be debt-free as soon as possible and it's like it for what if you're going to be miserable around like along the way like literally for what just pay the interest and live your life happy and make more income right like I don't know sometimes I get really annoyed at like this just like obsession of like being debt-free and I'm not saying that's like a bad thing to pursue I I think being debt-free creates um just lightness in your day you don't owe anyone anything um I do think getting comfortable with debt is part of building wealth like there are ways to leverage debt um but that's like another another podcast episode um so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but what I do see as a problem is if you're so tunnel vision and focused on just like being debt free that you kind of like you know put everything else on the back burner and really pursue that and then just kind of you know have a miserable life but like whoop-de-doo you're you got there but you hated the whole process and now you don't know how to actually manage money in a way that's like sustainable and long-term effective you just start operating from a place of but I can't get into that but I can't get into that um or I can't like I I have to now maintain debt freedom so anywho that's my take on that um Okay, so milestone three would be pay off high interest debt and then save for short-term goals. The fourth milestone is start investing for retirement. So if you are, you know, working for an employer that already has a 401k, then great, you have this set up. Um, If you don't, this would be a good time to kind of start... uh, like opening up a Roth IRA and getting that process started. Even if you're in debt, I would recommend just like investing $50 a month would be like great. Why? Because actually investing earlier is going to pay off with higher returns than waiting. So you want to get ahead of the game. And even if it's like, Hey, right now I'm just putting in, you know, um, $50 a month, that's going to, 
get me going and then when I can I will go ahead and move more money in that direction. Okay, milestone five is once you've paid off high interest debt, started investing for retirement, now you want to save three to six months of living expenses. And so that is going to be your next focus is now how do I grow my security, my financial security to a point where like I actually am good for three to six months and I don't have to like be worried about anything unexpected coming up it's that I have this cushion just kind of sitting on the sidelines for me then milestone six is kind of again it's like a two-parter um you'll focus on paying off uh your remaining debt so anything that has an interest like of three percent or four percent just lower go ahead and just pay that off and then um also save for larger purchases that are upcoming so house down payment um, a wedding um, a new baby a house renovation like just anything that's like life related that requires like a a bigger expense um, go ahead and save for that and kind of again sort of the same strategy that you used in milestone three where you're paying off high interest debt but you also had short-term expenses coming up that same skill is going to come back in milestone six of like how do I balance um deciding when am I putting money towards debt versus saving for large purchases when am I putting money towards high interest debt versus saving for short-term expenses so as you can see the same sort of um skills come up in all of these milestones and then milestone seven grow and diversify your investments so what does this mean you you know can start investing maybe in real estate can start doubling down and investing in your um, portfolio um, you know through the stock market you want to kind of start now figuring out all right how do I grow my portfolio how do I um, diversify expand to different different um, areas. So those would be the seven milestones that I recommend to kind of have your eye on, um, keep on your radar, to give you just some things to keep on your radar to consider as you are working on your money goals. Um, This is like the most strategic way to to build wealth but it doesn't mean that you have to follow these um like in the right order like one like oh gosh what's that word it's not linear but chronological it doesn't have to be like one two three four five six seven eight the only one that i would argue absolutely has to positively go first is save one month of living expenses like no questions asked i don't it doesn't matter how much interest your debt is incurring every single month save one month of living expenses like I will die on that hill and that is because one saving one month of living expenses creates financial security and a financial safety net for you it also desensitizes you from having kind of like debt payoff eyes um debt payoff eyes is essentially like my term of like you know how like people have like big eyes and they're like focused on like that one thing um when you have such a big problem with your debt you get so focused on paying it down because in your mind paying that off will just create so much lightness and freedom and that's actually not true the thing that will create lightness and freedom in your life is knowing that you have your own back like you have money cash on hand readily available to pay for anything that comes up now are you going to benefit from paying off debt because now you don't have interest minimums to pay yes 
for sure. But focusing on the one month of living expenses is going to be the power move um, before paying off the debt because it's just going to give you a lot more. So that one for sure, always first, definitely recommend, highly recommend. We'll even say this is the only money rule that I actually am like, do this first. (laughs) Um, And then from there, paying off high interest debt, starting to invest, saving three months of Three to six months of living expenses, paying off your remaining debt, save for large purchases, um, and grow and diversify your investments. The order of this still matters, like, but I I wouldn't say I'm like if someone's like, I'm gonna start investing before paying off high interest debt. Um, you know, that could I like, yes, I would agree that could be a move. If someone's like, I'm going to save three to six months of living expenses before paying off high interest debt, I'd be like, okay, go for it. Um, But this just gives you kind of like milestones to hit and benchmarks to hit so that you feel really good about, um, you know, like that you're making progress with your finances, that you're uh, making moves. And the one skill that makes all of these possible is can I send money to my money goals every single month consistently and like always hit the goal that I set? That is going to be the number one thing that actually moves you forward and has you hitting these milestones, right? Um, Because if you're making $5,000 a month and you pay your living expenses, and let's say your living expenses are like $3,000 a month, so that means you have $2,000 left over. And this is where it's like, okay, can you live off of less than $2,000? And when I say less, I, I really mean like like anything less. So can you live off 19,000 or 1,999? If the answer is yes, then great. You have some margin to send to your money goals. Now, obviously, you're going to get to decide what that margin is, but that's the first step. If right now your living expenses are putting you at living above like 5,000, your first sort of like uh, solution here is like, how do I get to a place where I'm living within my means? I'm living within what I'm bringing in, knowing that I can always bring in more. I can always um, earn more income. But right now in this moment, how do I optimize and decrease my expenses so that I have some margin to actually send to money goals. And then once you find that margin, let's say you find it and for you it's $300, right? So now you make $5,000, you're spending $3,000 on your living expenses, $300 of um, those dollars are going to your money goals, which might be savings, might be debt payoff, might be investing, it depends where you're at. And then the rest, oh my gosh, math. I can't even, I can't, I'm not even pretend. The the leftover is for spending on things you want to enjoy. And and the only thing you want to measure and track for like a couple of months is do I actually hit my $300 goal every single month to my money goals? That's the first skill. Once you can do that like in your sleep, then you've built the habit. And with that habit, you're going to hit all of these money goals. You're going to learn like how you're going to see how you can hit them all pretty, pretty like seamlessly because once you have a habit, it doesn't feel like 
restrictive. It doesn't feel like, like, you know, you're putting effort toward it. It's just like, no, this is just what I do. Like I just, this is the amount that I always send over there that I always hit. Um, and that is going to give you, you know, a lot of progress in your finances because you'll be able to hit all the milestones. So anywho, that is this week's episode. I wanted to kind of break down for you guys, like what were the milestones, um, what to focus on and give you a little bit more of a clear picture of like where to put your money and what to do and strategize with. So if you um, are wanting more support with this and you're wanting to kind of like talk to someone and strategize, go ahead and um, book a call to join one-on-one money coaching. So head to my profile that is um, at building.gen.wealth on Instagram and book a call to talk to me on the call. We'll essentially just like meet um, and talk a little bit about where you're at with your finances. So I'll ask you some questions to get a clear understanding. Um, We'll kind of like, uh, I said get to know each other, but like I really do think it's, we get to kind of like see, hey, do we like fit together like is this like do you think that like this will be a good match for both of us um because like talking about money and like going on a money journey with someone can be a very intimidating thing and I just want you to feel like comfortable so that's why I offer a free um sales call where you just can meet me and I can meet you and we can kind of gauge like okay cool cool we like each other great this is how one-on-one money coaching would work um I'll ask you some questions I'll help you understand and see hey this is what I see going on in your finances just from an outside perspective here are the things that I would work on um here's the things that I think would give you the best solutions for current where you're at here's what I would recommend here's how you would do it um, and kind of just like give you like my assessment to what I think is going on with your finances and the areas that you can improve and then I would lay out how we would do that inside one-on-one money coaching and I would break down like here's how we would do it here's what we would do here's the structure of it um, and you you know can ask any questions follow up and then um, have the information that you need to decide if one-on-one is a fit for you. So that is a little bit of how it would work. So if you're interested, um, go ahead and book a call. You can also find the link in the description. Um, But yeah, that is it. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will see you guys next week. Bye!